man, here we go again. I am still Cam, and this is still the Real Resilience Talk Podcast. If you enjoy the song you hear in the back, the beat, my man makes amazing instrumentals. Shout out Uncle Rex, as my kids call him, but Monchichi Rex. Y'all hear it, man. It's good stuff. This is actually the track, I've told y'all about it before, uh, Second Winds, right? So it's Second Winds. This is off of his uh, his album right here, uh, Midnight Breakfast, that came out in 2021. Uh, good good tracks on here. He's got an album called Childhood Friends. Uh, I'm gonna mess it up, but Palatero, and then Guilty Pleasures. That's all just available on Apple, but on Spotify, on all the SoundCloud, everything like that. Monchichi Rex. That's M O N C H I C H I R E X. Monchichi Rex, man. Check him out, man. It, hey. It's awesome to see awesome people doing awesome things and to have in uh, what I've talked about here on a lot is um, I have talked about on here a lot. If I could talk right today, uh, which is healthy outlets. And uh, and, and Rex is um, a great human. Um, uh, uh, he happens to be a veteran and uh, just a good dude out there in the grind. Uh, but he still finds time to to work his craft, his art and find a healthy outlet. So, hey, shout out to Rex. Much love to you, my brother. Um, on Chichi Rex, it's just a matter of time, so y'all might as well get it now while while it's you know while it's a little cheaper, cause one day y'all gonna be paying a whole lot of money for his music and wishing you had it. You know what I mean? So on Chichi Rex, look out for him, man. Uh, that's the track Second Winds, which is the theme song. Thank you, Rex, for giving us that uh, the theme song for this podcast. Which you know, Second Winds, that's that's really what it's about. Um, I've had a uh, wow, just being honest, man. I had a rough rough couple of weeks here, uh, but a good couple of weeks at the same time. Um, I, uh, yeah, uh, all I can say is that all we can do is what we talk about on here, uh, many a times before and, and really all the time, maybe to the point where people don't want to hear it no more, but Hey man, you got to keep moving forward. You know, like Sam Cooke said, you know, if you ever heard that song, look that up, keep moving forward, but we just have to not quit and never, never, ever give up. I was uh, talking to a friend of my big coop. Coop, where you at? You know I'm talking to. He happens to be a doctor as well, uh, but great guy down to earth. And and uh, we're sitting there talking. And I was kind of, you know, I was, was kind of having a semi pity party. You know, like I try to remember what Marcus Aurelius said, which is, uh, what is it? I got it right here on my wall. Uh, Never be heard, overheard complaining, not even to yourself, right? Uh, but you know, you got you got to express things, right? Uh, it definitely depends on who you're talking to and the kind of advice and feedback they can give you. But I'm just having a few dilemmas and, and a few things uh, lately. Which, hey, if you're out there doing things to try to make a difference for people, um, just know, <laughs> just know that it, it won't always be received well. Um, not everyone will like it, and that's cool. And we're not into you know doing any of these things to be liked, right? Um, but I think my, my issue was uh, the messaging in which I was trying to get across was um, being distorted and not landing the way it needed to just because of a personal attack on me. And, you know, so the end state was somebody walked away, not taking away what was meant to be told to them, uh, which wasn't anything to like me or anything of that nature, but just the message, uh, which is the message of prevention and the message of giving a fuck about people, y'all. We have such a uh, gaff deficit right now in our society and so many selfish people um you know we can't legislate against greed we can't make a law to say you have to be a nice person um but if you have the opportunity today just don't be a fucking asshole how about that 
I mean, you know what I'm saying when I'm saying what I'm saying, right? We all have been there, and I've been an asshole before too, for sure, and we make mistakes and things of that nature. But uh, if you can, don't go out of your way to be an asshole, right? Uh, everyone you meet is fighting a battle you know nothing about, as Robin Williams said, so be kind. So I just say that to y'all, and I also say to anybody out there trying to make a difference, it is an uphill fucking battle. And um, I'll, I'll post it in the uh, in the show notes, but uh, the Shaolin Master I was listening to this week, he was on the Mulligan Brothers, uh, which is always a good source of positive information. I get no money for this, nor Rex giving me any money or anything like that. I'm just sitting over here, me and my first battalion, Paris Island champion basketball shorts. I got a, a shirt on right now with Stallone uh, with the... Well, he's a Rambo mugshot from First Blood, right? Says John Rambo on there, right? And then I'm rocking my shout-out to Tracy Bell out in Ridgecrest. Ridgecrest, what? Uh, with uh, Performance Horses. Tracy Bell, I got my hat on. Hold on. What my hat say? My hat say Tracy Bell Performance Horses. So if you want to get your horses to performing and you want to get into there, I mean, I'm telling you, she's a real, real, real deal cowboy, cowgirl. She'll teach you how to do your thing out there, man. Um, but I'm over here just being me right now, and I'm sitting with my dog. And that's not 90s. Uh, 90 slang. That's literally. I uh, got my dog while I was on leave. Um, our dog, it's um, it's a runt Shih Tzu. So very ugly. I should get a tax reduction for this dog, but face only a mother can love. Um, we don't always see eye to eye because she's got crooked eyes. Um, I got a lazy eye, but she got crooked eyes. I don't know what she's always staring at, but uh, she is very nice and kind. So right now she's being a productive uh, citizen of of the universe, and she's just sitting there. As, as was intended for her, her breed because I think they were made to originally warm the feet of Chinese emperors. So she's there just breathing, oxygen thieving. Um, but nice, nice animal. Animals are important. Um, but what was I getting at before I went down that rabbit hole? <laughs> she kind of looks like a rabbit too, a little bit. Um, but if, if you're fighting that battle of trying to help people and trying to do things, just, just remember it's going to be an uphill battle. And um, I, I just got to reiterate and say again that if you're trying to be a light in this world, as we tell people all the time and we want people to know, you know, shine your light bright, you know, whether it's, you know, it, whether you're Christian or not, everybody has some, especially this time of year, solstice, right? The darkest time of the year, you know, there's some celebration of light, whether it's Diwali, or just so many, you know, Hanukkah and there's, there's so many other forms of, of, it, of celebration of light and being a light in this, you know, what can be oftentimes a dark world, Um but I remember, and I've said this before, and, and it's so simple, but it, it means so much. But um, I really had to lean on it a lot this week. And, and that was what uh, Dr. Frankel said, Dr. Victor Frankel, A Man's Search for Meaning. Y'all want tangible things on this podcast? That's a book you should look into. Or just YouTube him and just see him get interviewed. I mean, just an amazing human being, y'all. But he said, what is to give light must endure burning. And if y'all heard me say that before, well, you got to hear me say it again. Sometimes we forget stuff, you know. It's like tying a tie or algebra or pull-ups. If you don't do it on a regular basis, you forget how to do it. And you, So maybe it's like that with knowledge, too. I say tying a tie because even though I've been in uh, service for over 20-some years, <laughs> I still got to go to howtotieatie.com every time I go to tie a tie. So <laughs> there's that. But, uh, you know, th it's similar to what v Victor Frankl was talking about, that this master, the Shaolin master was talking. Uh, he said that. Um, the, basically the more light you cast, the, the brighter you shine, the more shadows, the, the more light you put off, the more shadows you'll cast. And I'll post the link to it, uh, to give full credit to him and to Mulligan Brothers for, for the interview and the excerpt of that. But, you know, you just got to realize that 
you know, and, and I, I got some hates thrown my way. <laughs> I kind of got a new nickname <laughs> this week. It made me laugh. It was good. Um, I'm going to just start repping NASA a whole lot. Uh, that's all I'll say. If you know, you know. But, uh, yeah, um, y- you got to take it in stride. And, and you got to remember, you know, it, I, what I tried to remember this week was, you know, like what Kobe Bryant once said, that they don't they don't hate on the, you know, the good ones. They don't hate on the so-so ones. They hate on the great ones, right? So, you know, embrace it. It's a part of it. It's it's almost uh, I heard Ryan Holiday talk about the taxes we pay sometimes. You know, when you travel, you pay a tax that sometimes there's going to be delays. And when you, you know, work out and exercise, the taxes are going to be sweat and there's going to be some, you know, tired. But there's a benefit to it as well. And sometimes the tax on trying to make a difference and be positive is you're going to have people not like you. And that's that's OK. Uh, it's OK with me. A lot of people don't like me. And that's that's fine. That's all good. Um, but. What I never want to do is take away from the messaging, which is for us to take care of each other. Um, And it's a day by day thing that we got to do. And we got to take care of ourselves, too. Um, I had a privilege, a very cool privilege this week to emcee an event. And uh, it was fun because I love that. And, you know, that's my ultimate goal in life is to one day get paid to uh, to do comedy and and publicly speak and things of that nature. Uh, But (laughs) I had the opportunity to emcee a Christmas party and. I tried to do a little bit in there. Uh, it didn't really land good. I probably talked too fast. I was probably nervous because it was the middle of the day and it was a professional type setting. But uh, the the joke was like, you know, when you want to seek help, and I've heard many of leaders, uh, shout out Big Mac, you know who you are in Japan, uh, you always say this, that, you know, you got to put on your oxygen mask first when there's, you know, turbulence on a plane. You, you got to put on yours first and then worry about the ones around you, right? So I'm in a room full of a lot of caregivers, a lot of doctors. I mean, we even have pastors in there, chaplains, uh, counselors, just people that are in the field of trying to help people, right? And, and sometimes we, uh, I say we because I'm a part of their group now, uh, can be the worst at taking care of ourselves, because we want to take care of everyone else and caregiver fatigue is a real thing so if you're out there caregiving in any form or fashion even just being a mother a father a big sister or whatever if you're that rock for other people there is a certain fatigue that comes along with that but I I said you know all of us know that if there's turbulence if it's a drastic situation that we need to put our air mask on right oxygen mask but more so what what piles up is the the little things that add up right the little things that that get to us and then we get a critical stressor in our life and we can kind of snap or we can go really dark because it was such a buildup of little things and my little things and my metaphor the joke went bad but i laughed so that was medicine for me was you know if you're sitting on the pot and you're taking a poo poo and somebody asks for help most of everyone in that room is going to want to jump up and go help someone right but my whole message was make sure you wipe your bum first you know what i'm saying because you got to take the time sometimes metaphorically to wipe your own ass, right? Because you don't want to do those things, okay? That's not good. But then, you know, you can get a rash from that. You can walk around and you got stinky butt, right? So you're out there trying to help somebody, but you can't really give me your full attention because your butthole itching, right? And, and you got to do this thing. And now you got to explain to anybody who's helping you do laundry, like, oh, that's not that. That's a, no, we know what it is. It's doo-doo. And you got to do those things. So that was my metaphor right there. And like I said, it didn't really get no laughs. They were kind of like, oh, oh, okay, okay. So uh, I tried to call back to it and say, wipe your bum. But some people got it. Some people didn't, you know. I also had something in there. It was pretty fun. You know, we talked about adverse childhood experiences. And I said I got more aces than a motherfucking Atlantic City casino. And that's, uh, <laughs> I mean, we could either laugh about shit or we could, you know, we, we, could, we could try to, I don't know, deny it or whatever. Uh, I, I say take your mess. 
making a message and try to help somebody else out because there's a reason you went through it, whatever that thing may be. Uh, but just remember, as you shine your light, what is to give light must endure burning. So just know that that's coming as well. But don't let that be a reason for you to stop being you. I made a vow to myself um, in the last few months, and I mean this, and I say this now, and I say this this week to myself a few times, is that I refuse to be made miserable by someone else. I refuse. You could lock me in a prison. I could be in the Hanoi Hilton. I could be in this Nelson Mandela situation. You know, shout out Admiral Stockdale. You want to talk about resilience? Read his books. Read up on that man. Read up on him applying what Epictetus talked about. But I, I, I'm saying right now, and I hope that if I'm in that situation, that if I train myself now, that I can, I can endure it and not be made miserable. Right? You will not make me miserable. Nor will I allow another human consciously to negatively influence me i'll take positive influence all day that's how we that's how we grow that's how we we get stronger how we get better how we get smarter in this world so if you got positive influence for me i'm all about it but if you bring us some negative shit my way i refuse to allow you to negatively influence me and make me a worse version of myself better version hey i'm all about it and there's some things i don't know and i like i've said you know and confucius and socrates said these same things that the more we know the more we know we don't know you know and, and you just know that you don't know everything. And that's very humbling uh, in, the, in the world of knowledge. So um, I share that with you to just, hey, keep going, keep doing it. Um, and, and you know the parable of the, the grandfather and the grandson on the beach, right? And they <laughs> out there with the starfishes or sandfish, whatever it is. And, and, you know, he's throwing them back one by one. The grandfather is and they're scattered all over the beach, all over it. And the grandson's like, Grandpa, what you doing, man? Papa, why, why, do you, why do you keep throwing these back in? You're like, there's so many of them. You know, it makes no difference. And he's like, you're right. It doesn't. It doesn't make any difference to all of it. But to this one right here, and as he throws it back in, this makes all the world a difference. You know, so um, don't let other people take your shine, right? And I'm not saying shine in a conceited way or in a flamboyant showboat way. I'm not saying that. Um, I know I might come off like that sometimes, but... That's really just for humor or something of that nature. Um, but I, I believe in being humble, um, but being loud and proud about the things that matter. So uh, none of these people have tried to assassinate me yet, like all the other greats. <laughs> I don't even know if I could throw myself in the same category as some of them, but there's been a lot of great humans in our history who have called for change, who have uh, you know, been assassinated or attempts on their life and things like that. So it's not that bad. Some people said some mean stuff, and it's okay. I'm going to be all right, everybody. It was actually fun. I kind of got a new nickname out of it, too. Hashtag NASA. Say something. Um, but I welcome it. But I will not. I fucking refuse to stop saying what's right. And I refuse to not shine my light in a positive way. So, yeah, there's that, right? And I encourage everyone else to do the same. And you never know, right? Like Dr. King said, the ultimate measure of a man or a woman is not where they stand at moments of comfort and convenience but where they stand at times of challenge and controversy. So it's, it's, that's who we are in those moments. But in the moment, in that system one reflex type system uh, in our heads and things of that nature, uh, our first inclination may be, you know, if somebody pulls your hair, you're going to go, ouch, right? And even the Stoics talk about this. Like, you can't control getting seasick. If you're on a boat, you're going to throw up. Now, cool, got it. Pulled your hair, ouch, you got seasick, throw up. Somebody says, rah, and you, you ah, and, and you, you scream because you're scared or whatever. That's cool. That's, that's a reflex, right? You cannot, you cannot train that away. I'm sure there's some people that would try to train that away, but, you know, for our own survival, it's probably a good thing that we have that. However, 
after that, after the person spits in your face or says something raw to you and you initially feel that pain, then it's on you, then it's on me, then it's our responsibility to deal with it in a productive, productive manner. So um, I bring that up because there's an old expression I heard that you should never wrestle with a pig. Because if you wrestle with a pig, the pig has fun and you just get dirty. So basically, we can't fix stupid, man. <laughs> you just can't. Some people are just fucking assholes. And it's just what it is, man. So hopefully we can outnumber them, raise good children and good young people to be not assholes. And maybe we can outnumber them and continue to outnumber them, which I do feel like in all in all sincerity, uh, there's more good than bad. But, you know, the bad ones just get more attention and they got a hell of a way of putting a dent in stuff sometimes. But day by day, play by play, it all adds up. Um <laughs> uh other than that man uh you know I- i'm just grateful uh this is uh this is a cool time of year um but we also have to realize that it's also a hard time of year for a lot of people it is a hard time of year for a lot of people you cannot we cannot forget that it's nostalgic and you know it's happy and stuff but there's also hard memories and hard times that come up for this so what i say is similar to the wipe your bum is we got to take care of each other we have to make sure we're we're good you have to check in on yourself check in on those around you uh because it's just a, it's it's a hard time of year and we cannot deny that the solstice doesn't have an effect you know whether it's the sunlight or lack thereof or the weather changing i mean it can have negative adverse effects on people's moods and things of that nature so don't um don't you know be naive or dismiss that fact that you need to maybe over uh Maybe pay a little extra attention to yourself and others at this time. Um, but I, I will share a cool gem that I got recently. Gem as in J or G. Oh, look at me. G-E-M, Golf Echo Mike, um, is the book. And it's so cool because it's on the Marine Corps Commandant's reading list. But humility is the new smart. Rethinking human excellence in the smart uh, machine age. There is just so much in this cool book about um, being emotionally intelligent. Uh, being able to think critically and think creatively and to be able to engage as a leader uh, with your people. Uh, uh, Forgive me if I'm messing this up, but essentially there's a lot of jobs and a lot of trades and a lot of skills that human beings have been able to work towards and work on in the past, you know, however many hundred years, you know, since the Industrial Revolution and things of that nature. Um, and, and soon, through technology, for good and for bad, you know, a lot of these things, as has already happened, a lot of these jobs and tasks um, will uh, actually, one, one of the statistics is that as many as 45% of the job tasks U.S. workers are currently paid to do will be automated. Uh, this was from a 2015 study uh, by McKinsey and company. Um, so it also estimated that the current technology could be adapted to replace at least 20% of a CEO's work activities. A CEO, right? So, um this is a, it's a humbling book because it speaks a lot about humility and and um, that we will need to be hyper learners who can adapt rapidly to changing environments, which it totally reinforces the, the thing of resilience. Right. And that we have to keep growing and that we have to be water and be adaptive to what's around us. But essentially, the things that we can do as humans, we need to continue to over exploit and and, and invest our interests in. And those are the things that machines can't do. Um, so what that means to you or what that means to me, it may mean something differently, but for me, it just really, it really made me think about doubling down on being, um, being able to engage with others, uh, having, you know, an emotional IQ and being a, um, you know, not, not, you don't want to baby anybody by any means, but to be a human 
and to have compassion towards each other because we all want to be validated. We all want to know that what we do matters, right? And we all really want to be held accountable for good or for bad. So just don't dismiss that because machines can't always do those things for us. They just can't. I uh, know they will they. And hopefully they don't ever because we'll be out of a whole lot more jobs than just that. But in, in this, it talks about, um, you know, not being afraid to learn things. I've talked about that with Epictetus that he says, you know, if you're willing to learn something new, you got to be willing to look stupid, basically. Um, so being humble and, and being open to looking silly um, and that we, we can't uh, set be set in our ways as much as we have have been in the past as, as human beings and be as, um, you know, dictatorship type uh, leadership styles. We got a little bit more be a little bit more compassionate is, is what I'll say without ruining the whole book for you um, <laughs> and that we have a lot of blind spots uh, and also a thing that's cool about it too is it talks about how important diversity is and that diversity brings new perspectives to the table so like I say um, I think anybody could take something cool away from this book uh, we need we need to be able to think critically up and down and we need to be able to be able be able to be emotionally intelligent um and another thing it talks about and i know i need to talk about i need to not talk about i need to shut the fuck up sometimes but is listening that we have to be very good listeners um as we move forward to each other and uh and and it's going to be necessary it, right now it's kind of a strength and things like that to certain organizations is what you know is out there and then kind of get by on talent or whatever it is but um these things are vital uh as we're moving forward and i know it was kind of a big word whatever that's why i don't charge anybody for this podcast and i don't do ads and i will never monetize it but i want to be able to every episode that we get on here uh to be able to provide tangible things for anybody any walk of life to be able to to be better because that's ultimately the goal um like kevin o'hara talks about at habitsv2.org habitsv2 check them out uh but trying to be the best version of yourself and if you look at maslow's hierarchy of needs that is on there you know um that is that is on there um, but humility is the new smart, so that's the name of it, um, and it requires us to listen reflectively and with open mind to the perspectives of others, and I even have it highlighted in my little book, like, I need to work on that, so, um, yeah, it's pretty cool, you only live once, so make the most of it, um, but at this time of year, be there for each other, um, you know, I also heard a stat recently, 40% of people don't know that 988 is a registered number now, 988, if you call that, um, you can talk to somebody automatically right then and there for, for help with uh, with any kind of suicidal crisis or anything of that nature. Um, but it's a suicide and crisis lifeline. And you can text it. Um, let me go and see. I'm going to test it out right quick. You can text 988. You can call it. Um, it, it can be, I'm going to go ahead and read off this, this form. So if anybody's listening and you want to look this into, but you can definitely Google it. But um, you can call or text 988. And it's 988lifeline.org if you want to chat online. If you're, if you're overseas, because I know we got some overseas listeners, um, 1-800-273-TALK. So all in bold talk. You know, go to the T for that letter and so on and so forth. 1-800-273-TALK. For any of our European listeners or anybody in Europe, it's 0080-1273-8255. Um, uh, from Korea, it's 080-855-5118. Um, and so those are just some of the options right there. Uh, so if you're in distress, support is within reach. But they say this 40 percent of Americans don't know uh, what 988 is. I don't know how at this point you don't because it's kind of been put uh, a lot of places. But, hey, I'm not here to judge. I'm just here to try to help. Um, 
be, I want to make sure that ignorance is never a reason people don't get the help they need, right? Um, but I've, I've been speaking to a very smart individual recently uh, that's that's in in this line of work in providing you know mental health and services and and uh, a full full blown doctor, right? And and one of the things I've heard this individual say is that you know most of us don't have a mental health condition. Um, we don't, right? But we're not good at regulating our emotions and we're not good at staying left of bang. Um, I'm summing it up in summary uh, to what I took away from it. But way before it gets to that point of crisis and to where somebody gets to thinking that that's a good option, there are things ahead of it. You know, I opened up with talking about healthy outlets, right? Healthy things that are good for you to do to get yourself out there and to be there for others and to have that sense of community. Whether you like it or not, we're all we got and we need to have that in our lives. Um, but also to have, you know, maybe some belief or a connection to something bigger than you. Uh, spiritual sometimes always gets interpreted as something religious, but it's not always just that. You know, it's just something bigger than you. And a lot of work I do protecting and supporting that constitution, our way of life, that to me is spiritual because it's it's bigger than me, right? Um, and, and I'm committed to it. And so I want to show up for it and protect our way of life, which, by the way, isn't perfect. You know, the Constitution is not a perfect thing. So that's why they have 27 amendments. Right. So don't let perfect be the enemy of good enough, because you can amend some things 27 times and have it still work, you know, um, and it always won't be perfect. But show me something better. I haven't seen it yet. So I'll live and I'll die for it by all means. But to me, that's 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 a spiritual thing, because I truly. Uh, it means a lot to me. And, and the fact that I can do this right now from, you know, where I'm sitting at um, and express myself, my views uh, because of that First Amendment, who is by which we're sponsored by. I didn't open it up with my usual little commercial. I didn't want to bore anybody. But, you know, this has nothing to do with the DOD or any reflection of any branch of service or anything of that nature. Sometimes we talk to veterans. Sometimes we talk to anybody. Right. So this is just us being Americans or whatever we are and expressing our human rights to be able to speak and express ourselves. Um, and that's just what it is. So, and if people don't like it, well, you know, what's the good old saying? If you look it up online, they, they give tribute and credit to Eleanor Roosevelt. I think she would say something like this because she's an amazing person in history. But she said, whatever, what other people think of me is none of my business. And that's the truth. And whether they love you or hate you, it's all just a clacking of tongues. So um, don't don't fall victim to, you know, allowing others to negatively influence you positively by all means that is how we grow but the more you shine the more shadows you will cast and what is to give light must endure burning so we have got to embrace it all uh, we've got to be there for each other um, just trying to continue to share tangible things on this podcast um, but it gets frustrating man it can get frustrating life is not easy it is not easy but we cannot let up um, we can't we got to keep on moving. And if you're like me, if you're somebody, I guess, technically a recovery, you know, I don't I'm not uh, I, I don't know if I, if I was obese and then I wasn't and I got skinny, I wouldn't say I'm still obese. Right. Like uh, I wouldn't say I'm a recovering. Ob I, I don't know. I, 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 so I don't know how that works with alcohol and such things. But I used to drink a whole fucking lot. Right. And it used to be like my only outlet for seeking certain things. Um, and I was pretty good at hiding it and being a functioning alcoholic, I guess you could say. But I don't drink anymore, so I'm not going to call myself an alcoholic, right? But I am going to admit that uh, I need to stay ahead of myself in certain ways. And I need to avoid certain situations that may put me in a compromised state, right? Um, and you may be of the same nature. I, I don't know. Everyone has their own walk of life, right? But... Be careful with, you know, where you're putting yourself at, what situations, but, um, and also excerpt from uh, the 
Dr. Huberman and Dr. Anna Lemke when they had a conversation on the 33rd episode of his podcast, um, Understanding and Testing the, and Treating Addiction. And I have it posted on my wall so I can read this so well right now because it keeps me focused. But uh, he talks about how somebody had told him, and it's so true, that no matter how far you drive down a road, you're always the same distance from the ditch, right? So what I take from that is what the great, Mad Dog, Honorable Mr. General Mad Dog Mattis has said before is that complacency kills. So, you know, don't don't get so complacent um, that that you don't forget that that ditch is right fucking there. Right. And it's kind of waiting on you. And, and believe it or not, there's a lot of people that are probably rooting and cheering for your demise and are probably w- hoping that you, uh, you know, fall off or, or you don't become the best version of yourself. Well, what I say to that is, number one, fuck them, FOPO, fuck other people's opinions. But the other thing I like to say is that's cool. That's what's up, man. Hate on. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad that I'm so important to you that you have to take time out of your mind to think about me. You know what I'm saying? But fuck other people's opinions. You do you, right? And and also in that, if there's somebody that's hurt you, say it's a family member, say it's your mother or your father or your friend or your cousin or your brother or your sister, whoever it is, somebody growing up and, and, you, and you're, you're traumatized by that. Like, don't let them take no more away. Haven't they already taken away enough? Don't let them win more. You know what I mean? So, I mean, however, you got to find a way to moment by moment motivate yourself to keep pushing through it and to keep moving forward. You got to do that for yourself, you know. Um, and it is a day by day, brick by brick, brick by boring brick process sometimes in life, you know. Um, but we got to keep weathering it. We got to keep going forward. And and I say what I say about sharing it with other people because, yeah, hurt people hurt people. But you know what? Hurt people can also help people. And they can, I, I argue, help people maybe a little bit more better than those who haven't been hurt because they've been there. and They could genuinely attest um, to it. I don't want to. I don't want to cast any doubt on anybody's efforts or anything like that. Like that. But what I do want to say is that if you have a story, if you have pain, try to do something good with it, right? Haven't we already done enough bad with it? Haven't people already won enough? Haven't people already pushed us back enough and hurt us enough, right? Don't don't let them take anything else from you. Um, you know, I quote this often, but, you know, the great General Neller, um, I'd love to shake his hand one day. Great man. Uh, he was the commandant of the United States Marine Corps, four-star general, great guy, uh, great, great leader, great human, great servant, great protector of the Constitution. But one of the things he said in this mental wellness letter he released a few years ago is that we never get over it. I reiterate that. I try to reiterate that as often as possible is that he put in quotations, man. We never get over it, right? Um, we all have an it. And if you don't, you will. And maybe you'll have more it's, and that's just the way life is. But we cannot be disabled by it. We can't not be able to move forward because of it. We have to learn from it, be there for each other. You know, one of the things he says in there right after that line is pain shared is pain divided. That's so powerful. Humans, we need each other. Like, I need y'all, and I hope I'm helping y'all in some way, you know. Um, But pain shared is pain divided. And and we can't be disabled or crippled by these things and these things of our past or these, you know, some people call them demons or or weaknesses that we're prone to. However you want to put it. Right. Don't be disabled by it. Right. But we never get over it. It never like goes away. Right. But we have to learn how to move forward with it. Right. Um, and I think about, you know, this losing people that I love. Um, 
I wish I could tell him something in person right now, you know. Um, I wish I could, I don't know, love them more, right? Well, I had them. But there were times where I wasted time not being the best version of myself, not taking the most advantage of the time that I had with these positive people and maybe thinking about what negative people were saying or doing, right? Or the people have already heard us. So like I say, they've already taken enough. Don't let them take nothing else from you, right? And for those ones that you miss that can't be with us right now, I uh, hope they're resting in peace and, and living in victory and resting in victory, as they say. Uh, but we have to allow them to live through us and, and um, live through us and honor them and what we're doing because they're with us. They really are. And I don't care if you don't believe in that. That's each their own. But I believe in that. I believe they're with us and they make us better and they watch out for us and things of that nature. Um, so I think the best thing we could do is honor them. And for the assholes and for the ones who fucked you over, man, fuck them. Don't let them. Don't let them take anything else. Be grateful for what you got and everything like that. Acknowledge your pain. Don't dismiss it. Don't downplay it. Don't drink it away or put substance towards it. Um, it's there for a reason. Maybe in the spirit of Kintsugi, it's going to make us stronger. I, I don't know Kintsugi. That's a cool concept if you look that up. But, you know, the broken pottery and you mend it with gold and now it's the strong parts and everything to give something its beauty, right? Like, just got to keep moving forward. And um, I've told you my definition of resilience is ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. That is so much easier said than done. <laughs> that is so much easier said than done. Uh, and this world is hard. But, you know, I, I just challenge everyone to try to be the person that you've always needed as best you can. And, and yeah, you're going to act like it until you are, right? Because you don't know what you don't know. and You don't know how to be that yet. But try to be that person that you needed wherever you're at. If you're in a position where you can take care of the people around you, be there for them. I'm not saying, you know, coddle anybody or baby anybody, but take care of people. Be the change you want to see, as cliche and corny that is. And actually, Rex is the one who told me about a year ago, uh, maybe less than a year ago. But, you know, it's cliche and corny because it's true or else we wouldn't say it again. You'd probably say some dumb shit and be like, don't ever say that again. He'd be like, yeah, I probably shouldn't say that shit again. Right. But that's the fact, man. Like to say no pain, no gain. Like. It's cliche, got it, but it only became cliche because it was real and because it was true or else we wouldn't say this shit again, right? So it's it's the same uh, with, with make your mess, your message, your test, the testimony. Um, try to use it for good. Maybe that's the only reason why you went through it. Maybe. I don't know. That's that's something I've been wrestling with for a long while. And, and you know, uh, you hear a lot of the greats. You hear them in interviews and things like that, and they say they wouldn't change a thing because it, it made them who they are. So um, that's easy to say in hindsight, you know, when when the storm has passed. But, um, you know, don't don't get hung up in your feels. Um, try to. And I said this before. Uh, shout out Jenna Tang. Congratulations to her. She just accomplished something really cool in life. But, um, you know, make good choices. That's that's. That's people go, oh, yeah, no shit. Make good choices. Yeah, but really, though, make good choices, like choice by choice. Right. And then MGC times two, make good choices, but also move gratitude and connect. Try to move. Try to do something. Try to do something different. You know, I was talking to a, a friend of mine today and he like, I never got the exercise thing. And he started boxing recently. And um, he's like, I just never got what people say, like, oh, they need it to go to the gym or whatever. Like that. But once he started boxing, he started realizing like so. But, you know, he's in his 30s now and found boxing. Right. So. 
you don't know what's out there is what I'm saying. Like you can't just throw the baby out with the bathwater when it comes to therapy or when it comes to exercise or when it comes to positive things or whatever the case may be. Maybe that one thing ain't for you. Maybe the elliptical isn't your jam or the pool isn't for you or, you know, CrossFit isn't your thing or the traditional, you know, uh, pyramid, you know, type style of what lift weight, lifting weights isn't for you. That's cool. But what if boxing is? What if Zumba is, you know, what I mean, just like try things. Right. And then trying things, you'll be around other people. Right. And, and maybe you'll you'll find something you like. And, and maybe you could just be grateful for the fact that you get to move because maybe there's somebody listening right now that's not able to do physically able to do those things. And they wish they could. So uh, I got a, a mentor of mine. He has a, uh, a younger brother who's uh, special needs. And he says, you know, people ask why I run so much. And he says because he can't. So he runs for him. You know, what I mean, that's so encouraging. And sometimes that's the thing that gets him going is just to think about, you know, he would want to do this. You know what I'm saying? And maybe it's the person we've lost. They'd want to do this or that, you know. So I get this life is short. I don't know how much time I got left. I drank a whole lot of North Carolina water, smelled a lot of burning trash and didn't always live good in my 20s and early 30s. So I don't know. Right. <laughs> but we got to make the best of it while we have it and be grateful. Um but try new things. And if you're not where you want to be right now, I heard Mel Robbins uh, talk about this recently. She's a motivator, man, such a motivator. She was talking with Rich Roll. And um, she was, uh, she has a, a child, and her child was, she's older now. She's, you know, in her 20s or whatever. And she was saying, like, I'm drinking every day. I'm sad. I'm depressed or whatever. She said, well, all right, think back to a time when you were happier. And she's like, ah, she named it off. And she was like, well, what were the things you were doing then, right? She, like, drew a line in the paper, got a piece of paper and drew down a line, like, where she's at and where she, where she was, right? And she was like, what were the activities you were doing? What were the things that you were doing? Because life is a doing-type motion. Yes, we have to be, I got it, mindfulness, all that good shit. But at the same time, you got to be moving forward, right? And she was like, ah, I was playing lacrosse. I had a friend network. I was working this particular type of job. I was, you know... Yeah, I was going out and doing certain things, having fun in certain ways, but it was like once or twice a week. It wasn't like every single day kind of thing. And um, she said, okay, we'll try one of those things. And then try another one of those things, right? So it's, you know, mood follows action is what she was really getting at. You know, we can't be like, well, I'll do whatever it is, you know, when I feel like it. Chances are you keep sitting there, you're not going to feel like it. And I'm saying this to myself as well, right? So mood follows action. So just get out there and try to move in whatever way may be possible uh, that you have within your capability or within the space that you're in. But we could probably do better than we are. And I had a great, um, I'll just say he's, uh, I'll call him Colonel Spot right now. That's what I'll say. Uh, but a great man I very much admire. And we're talking about the subject of suicide prevention and the subject of taking care of people and you know, preventing sexual assault and preventing certain problems, you know, just harmful behaviors, right? Um, and he said, look, we'll probably never be perfect on this subject, right? But we could damn sure be better, right? So I, I just want to tell everybody out there, man, be careful with the situations you put yourself in um, to not be harmed or to potentially harm someone else because that's a real part of it too. There's a lot of times people don't wake up in the morning and say, tonight I want to get a DUI. Tonight I want to get in a car accident and be the one that walks away while I kill whoever. Tonight I want to rape somebody. I want to sexually assault somebody. I'm, I'm sh I guarantee you there's a good percentage of people that didn't wake up with that as their intentions, right? But you put yourself in little situations, little bad choices by bad choices by brick by bricks. They add up in certain ways. You know, you've heard me say it before. Shout out to Jocko Wilnick for this. But we got to own our shit. And we have to remember that Rome wasn't built overnight and it didn't fall apart overnight. You know, the overall reign is a 950 to 1,000 years or whatever it was of, you know, between Caesar's Republic and the Roman Republic and all that good stuff. But no matter what, about 1,000 years, right? But that shit 
didn't come overnight, right? We've always heard that. Rome wasn't built overnight, right? So it also didn't fall apart overnight either. It was a brick-by-brick brick buildup and a brick-by-brick brick decay. So, you know, just don't try to change everything overnight. That's that's not reasonable. We need to be more reasonable in our modern times. All of us do, including me, right? It's like founded in our Constitution, and a lot of things in our founding stuff is the word reason and <laughs> and decent. <laughs> We're losing that. Um, and I do at times too when unreasonable. So be reasonable. Like a little bit of percentage, a little bit better today is a little bit better today, which is a little bit better tomorrow. And it adds up. It really does. You know, they talk about the, the planes and how if they're off by certain degrees, it can, the trajectory from the East Coast to the West Coast of that over time, over the whole land mass of the North America, that they can land, you know, between Boston or DC or New York and DC. You know, I'm taking some excerpts from some atomic habits and grits are great. And I think even it's in grit as well. But, that little bit adds up is what I'm saying for good or for bad. So, um, and if you're in that situation right now, uh, where you're like, man, fuck, I don't want to go on no more. I don't, I think I'm gonna do everybody a favor. Please, please, please know that if you're thinking like that, you're obviously in a, in a not so good place. And, and I, um, I respect that. I have myself have been in similar places before. I'm not in your exact situation right now, so I don't want to take anything away from what you're going through. But just know, my friend, whoever you are out there listening, that this too shall pass. Like like General Smith said recently, and I'll put that in the show notes too, but General Smith's the commandant of the Marine Corps, the boss of the Marine Corps. And he said, hope is a COA. Hope is a course of action, right? It is. If the sun's coming up tomorrow, then there's hope, right? And it is. And if it's not, then we got way bigger problems than whatever we're going through, right? <laughs> But in all sincerity, you know, and, and one of the things he says in this message, and I'll post that in the show notes as well, is that give us a chance. He says that to people, give us a chance. Um, sometimes it's what we need. We, we need to reach out for help. And that is OK. It is OK not to always be OK. I'll be honest with you. I'm not always OK. I'm not. But I do have people around me. I have outlets, journaling and good people that I can reach out to. This is a healthy outlet for me. This is therapy for me. Stand-up comedy is therapy for me. That may not be the case for you, but there's something out there for you, and there's somebody that wants to help you. I'll tell you what, if there's nobody else that wants to help you and you're listening to this, you hear my voice right now, then that means you probably see me on social media or something like that. You can reach out to me, I promise you. I might not know the answer. I probably don't know the answer because I'm not that smart, but I can look up and try to research and try to find somebody who does uh, wherever you're located at, and I mean that. Um, and... I might not reply right there instantly, but I will do my best to get back to you and try to be a help, right? Because we're either part of the problem or we're part of the solution. So what he's saying in there is hope is a core, but also give people a chance to help you. You know, there's a lot of good, well-intentioned, just people that want to help people, man. They really, really do. I really, really want to help people. I really want to make a positive difference in this world because the effect you have on others is the most valuable currency there is. So I don't care about money. I don't care about accolades. I don't give a fuck about ribbons or fit reps or none of that bullshit. I don't care. I care about how can I make other people better and how can I myself make myself better. And it's funny how they compliment each other. It's, it's a God's honest truth when you give and receive. So I say that because people want to help you. I'm just telling you I do. But guess what? I'm not. I'm not a mind reader. I don't have a fucking globe a fucking magic fucking eight ball or some shit to look at and go, oh, this person's heard it. I don't. We don't. We just don't. So you might have people around you, leaders or followers or subordinates or peers or whoever that they want to help you, but they just don't know that you're going through what you're going through. So help them help you speak up. Um, give, them a, 
give them a chance, whoever they are around you. And like I said, you can reach out to me. I'll do my best to get back to you and get you some type of, you know, constructive, tangible help. Not just like, hey, uh, like I said in my podcast, this too shall pass. Of course, this too shall pass. But at that moment, you need an actual resource, right? And there's many of them. Um, don't rule out the counselors that are in your local area. Um, for the military community, there's military family life counselors. Military family life counselors, they could be a big help. Um, I got some of them I would call uncle, aunts, in terms of endearment or expressions of endearment for the rest of my life as far as the titles in which I hold them because they've been there for me and they've helped me sustain myself and stay left of me wanting to go bang, right? Um, Influx, you know, and there's non-medical help. And for anybody military, military one source, right? Um, for any of the civilians out there, I hear some of the people out there preaching it, or not preaching it, but they, you know, they, better health, betterhealth.com. I get nothing. I get nothing. I'm just saying that I've heard some credible people speak about it, so I don't want to ever not share maybe what could be a helpful resource, but being able to take charge of your counseling and your therapy, and, and maybe that's an option for you. I don't know. Um, but don't be alone. Don't go internal, right? Go external. Reach out to somebody else. There's the, you get something when, when you give, right? Um, but if you're out there, uh, don't don't be alone during this time. This is a time when people need each other. We need light. We need light in our lives. Like we're not made for this solstice type period. It it sucks, and that's why I think our ancestors have made up so many holidays and traditions around the the, the idea of light because it's the darkest time of year, right? Um, so I don't say that in a figurative sense. Literally, the fucking sun isn't out that much. You know what I'm saying? So that that has an effect on us. So don't don't um. Don't overthink it as far as like, oh, I'm 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 broken. I'm totally just, you know, we're all broken our own way, of course. But don't think of it as like, oh, I'm totally a lost cause. Like, no, like it could be a few factors going on with you right now. You know, Kevin O'Hare talks about that, that uh, vigorous cycle. You know, am I how have I been sleeping lately? What have I been putting into my mind? Who have I been hanging out with? What have I been eating? You know, all those things. What's my sleep hygiene? God, Lord, man, as um, man, the jobs I've done in my life, like I was foolishly took pride and be like dog i can grind i don't gotta sleep like fuck that fuck that and some of those motivational speakers that talk that shit like that's great time and place for certain times and occasions but damn you can't do that you can't sustain that shit you will break like all apart like mr glass and shit so don't be taking no advice like that to just be not getting no sleep you got to get some rest and if you're having trouble sleeping then reach out for help and seek help um, and if you don't have insurance right now or if you don't have a means to be able to access things, like there is a lot of bad information on the Internet. We all know all too well about that. But there's a lot of good information, too. There can be some good information as well. Um, so look that kind of stuff up. Look up sleep hygiene. Look up things you could do better. You know, there are simple little things we can do. Like we can't say we tried everything until we've tried everything and we haven't tried everything if we haven't tried everything. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, I mean, there's there is always a way. It might not be the way. But it may be a way. And I just want to reiterate again that this dog has contributed. Not at all. She, she, hey, snap. she hasn't said one thing this whole podcast. So I wanted to have her on as a guest. But y'all got stuck with just listening to me run my foul mouth. But um, I want to leave you with a thought from a great man. Um, rest in peace to uh, Colonel Wolfie DeWolf. Um, this world uh, was made better and safer by this man being in it. Um, whether you loved him or hated him, I bet you respected him and you knew that he was a good man and he had a good heart and uh, and he was a servant, right? Um, but I talked to him not long before, uh, after he had been terminally diagnosed with something, uh, with a condition, and he knows no longer with us, unfortunately. Um, but I, I share his story and I share this. There's so many things about this man that's just amazing. Um, 
Purple Heart recipient, just a great leader, great father, great husband, just a, a great dude, great brother, great, just great guy, right? Um, and I had the privilege of serving with him at one point, but I'll never forget, y'all, that I had found out that he had, he was, you know, sick, he wasn't well, and it, you know, that the, it wasn't looking good, right? So I reached out to him via text message, and I am low, low, low on a totem pole. I'm, I'm a nobody. I'm a peasant, right? And, um, you know, I reached out to him because there's been many leaders in the past uh, that, I guess, outranked me or higher in the food chain or whatever you want to say. And I didn't really tell him how I totally felt or I didn't I, I regret not giving them the roses while they could still smell them. You know what I mean? So I reached out to him via text. We we're in two different time zones. I was overseas. He was um, in the D.C. area. And I, I just said, hey, I don't know what I could do or how I could be there. Uh, but if there's anything, you know my family can do for your family um please don't hesitate and he i'm not lying to you guys some of y'all heard me say this before when i say guys it's it's neutral to everyone uh all humans um it blew me away the, the, when you talk about resilience right this man has just given so much of his life to service and had just left active duty and was you know moving along and shaking in life and 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 he reached back to me and he said Cam, and I could hear his voice <laughs> uh, through the text, right? Uh, and a lot of explanation points. Boom, 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 boom. Cam says, "Great to hear from you, man. If you're ever in D.C., we gotta link up." And I was like, "What?" He's like, "I hope you're doing good." And then he goes, he says this, y'all. All things considered, comma, we're doing great. How are y'all? And I, man, I tell you right now, man, um, just such a warrior. Uh, and I'm probably pronouncing his name wrong, but Miyamoto Musashi said this, um, and it reminds me of this man I just described, the great Wolfie, as well as um, a great gentleman in Norm MacDonald and in Chadwick Boseman, right? Um, a comic and an actor I, I looked up to a whole lot, but and the roles they played, wow. Uh, well, maybe not so much Norm as far as the roles. Dirty Work was good, though. But, uh, you know, all, all the greats that, that Chadwick Boseman got to play and, and, and show us that story in a different way. Um, look. This is what Miyamoto Musashi said. He said, to hold it all together when the world would understand if you fell apart, that's true strength. That's true strength. So um, just much respect and my heart goes out to that family and, and all those who have lost somebody because um, we never get over it and we're all broken in our own way. But just such an example and and I can only hope that I could be half the warrior that that uh, that gentleman was at that time where he could have, you know, uh, you know, poopy pants. You know, he could have felt sorry for himself. He could have, you know, been, hey, I, I don't know. I don't want to diss anybody and how they deal with pain. I don't want to judge anybody. But I'm just saying the way he handled it is the way a warrior hold handles it, you know, to hold it all together when the world would understand if you fell apart. I mean, think about that. Right. Like. Wow. Or to think about, you know, like I said earlier with Admiral Stockdale and being in the Hanoi Hilton as long as he was or Nelson Mandela. Well, I mean, you know, we can look at all the all these greats that have went through adversity in history and things. Um, Harriet Tubman on down the line. Just so many people in our history that have endured so much for us to be alive right now. Right. Uh, the, the, the gentleman I just explained, I said he made the world a safer place because he did. He served his country for close to 30 years, protecting it during some hard times. I don't even get into detail for operational security purposes and OPSEC and the Purple Dragon might come and get me. I just said OPSEC twice. It's kind of like saying ATM machine 
because it's ATM machine. You get it? CAC card. Anyway, um, yeah, it's pretty stupid. I learned that from a guy named Rob. That was a pretty funny joke, by the way. Uh, but <laughs> it's true. <laughs> um, this gentleman was a warrior, is a warrior. And um, so when these hard times come to us, whatever it is, the people's adversity or opinion or hard times, like, man, keep moving forward. Shake that shit off. Remember who you are. Remember what you are. You, you're a child of God. You're a, you're a human being in this world. Um, and you're here for a reason. And, and this world is better with you. And I say that loudly most to the person who I was talking to earlier who may be thinking that the world's not a better place. No. You take this mess. You make it a message. And you help someone else. I tell you this. I've said it before on here. There's that gentleman that jumped off the Golden Gate Bridge. And he had his hands on the thing. And he's holding on to it. And he said before he let go, he felt like nothing was fixable in his life until he let go. And he said, everything's fixable in my life except for the fact that I just fucking let go. He lived to, live, he lived to tell about it, but immediately. And I've had guests on this show as well um, that have made an attempt uh, at taking their own life and dying by suicide. And guess what? Immediately they said, oh, fuck, what did I just do? Right. And uh, the few times that I've been close um, in proximity to taking my own life, uh, most of the time, like I've said, highly intoxicated. But the next day, realizing what I did and where I was thinking and what I was about to do, I went, oh, fuck, what was I doing? What, what the fuck was I doing, right? So um, our emotions can get the best of us sometimes. But they will come and they will go. Um, and it sucks being in pain. But there is, a, there is after every dark night, there's a brighter day, right? After every dark night, there's a brighter day. Uh, what's that smile, Tupac and Scarface? It's a good song. But um, I'm dating myself now. But... Hey, uh, I hope this is helping somebody else, helping someone out there. Just know that there's, 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 there's beauty in the struggle. This may make you stronger and mend you and make you that gold stronger like that Kintsugi, but reach out. Please uh, know that 988 is there. You can call that. Uh, reach out to a friend. Be the friend you need. You'd be surprised how much being proactive can make you prevent certain wrong things with going with you. It's given me a lot of uh, fuel for my life, but... Um, Anything said on here, I say it with the utmost love. Um, and if people aren't making you better, why are you why are you being around them? You know, you don't want to harm anybody. You don't want to totally stiff arm and Heisman anybody in life and forget where you come from and all that kind of shit. But if people are bringing out a worse version of you than what is there, or if you're not in a safe place with them, you get the fuck out. Like free will. You got one life to live. Don't waste it. Don't waste it with bad people, people that aren't for you. And if you're that bad person, switch that shit up. You know you're making people feel like shit. Stop making people feel like shit, dude. That's not cool, right? We got enough assholes in this world. We don't need any more. So that's my message for 2024. Don't be an asshole, all right? Don't be a piece of shit. Y'all know what it is. You see it, right? And then not in a gender or animal-related way, but don't be a bitch, right? And that's being weak and selfish. That's being weak and selfish, like being selfish, self-centered. That's being a bitch, not in an animal or gender-related way. So I clean that up, so don't fucking soundbite me. All right, I get sound I get sound bited enough. All right, but I do have nothing but love for all of you out there. Um, if you ever want to be a guest on this show, please do not hesitate to hit me up. We'll find a way. If you got a good platform or a platform recommendation to be able to do it, I was using Riverside. Thank you to Riverside for helping me out with that. Um, but if that's not a decent spot, or we could try to, you know, Spotify for podcast. I don't know. There's a way to do it from a distance. Um, I've had a few episodes like that. Some have went really good, and some have not. So. Uh, but um, if if you got something to express on the subject of resilience, which, by the way, if you're alive today, you have something to express on that subject. Hey, man, 
I, I welcome your perspective uh, from wherever you're coming from. And this is not just a niche podcast for, you know, dudes or for military people or for people who work out. This is for anybody and everybody, because if you're alive today, I don't care how old you are, how young you are, you know something about resilience. So you have something to offer that may help someone else out. Um, and as a, a good friend of mine and a guest I had a few uh, months ago on here, uh, Mr. Matt has said, his mother told him that, you know, those gifts that are given to you, they're not for you, son. You know, they're for everybody else. So there's there's things that you know and lessons you've learned that may be a gift for you to share with somebody else. So don't ever dismiss that or, or over or underestimate how much of a help uh, and benefit you can be to those around you. All right. Y'all have heard enough from me today. Um, I just want to say thank you for listening. Uh, for those who, who enjoy the show, please share it. Um, I mean, I guess rate it or whatever like that. Leave good comments, I guess. Um, but I, I, again, I vow I will never do this uh, podcast for money. Um, this is purely a passion uh, project, and this is what a good friend of mine, Coach Chan, likes to call heart work. All right? But uh, hold people accountable, and for good and for bad, be there for each other. Be there for yourself. Um, give people a chance give people a chance as the great general smith said man hope is a color all right and let's uh let's keep moving forward like sam cook said uh, or no he said keep moving on keep moving on right that's what we got to do all right much love and rest in peace and rest in victory to all those we've lost and let's let's live our best lives for them while we can and let's try to make this world a better fucking place what is to give light must endure burning and remember the more you shine the more shadows you cast so Hey, it is what it is. Haters gonna hate. I got nothing but love for all of y'all. For real, let's make this world a better place, man. And we can only do it by being resilient and keep moving forward. One team, one fight. Good or bad, y'all know what I like to say, man. I got a tattoo right here on my wrist. This too shall pass. Good or bad. So if it's good, enjoy it. Soak it up. Write about it. Reflect on it. Be grateful. If it's not so good, just remember, just like some of those other emotions you've had before, this too shall pass. We are but a speck of dust if you look at the timeline of humans. So this world's better with you in it. Please stay in it. Please don't choose a permanent solution for a temporary problem. Do not choose a permanent solution for a temporary problem. Do not choose a permanent solution for a temporary problem. Take your mess, make it a message. This too shall pass. Much love to y'all. Thank you, Monchichi Rex. I love you, brother. Oh, I forgot to tell y'all. We are sponsored by nobody, baby. Sponsored by nobody. But motivated and dedicated and invigorated. Hydrated. Uh, hydrated didn't make sense. But the First Amendment. All right? Thank you to our founders for the First Amendment. We need it. To live is to express. To express is to live. This too shall pass. If you love life, don't waste time. For time is what life is made up of. Shout out Bruce Lee. And I just realized I've had a typing, I've had a typo in that expression for a long time. Cause I actually put if you love life. If you love life, don't waste time. For time is what life is made up of. That's crazy. <laughs> Y'all know I was smart. Always laugh when you can. It's cheap medicine. Shout out Lord Byron. Much love. This too shall pass. Thanks, Rex. Love you, bro.